Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, grown-ups. We are incredibly grateful that our show is one of your family's podcast picks. In order to continue to make the type of content you'd like to hear, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd love if you could take a few minutes to complete it. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm front slash kids. That's R-E-A-L-M dot F-M slash kids. As a thank you, each participant will be entered to win a prize pack from one of the shows, including a prize pack from Go Kid Go. Thank you. It's me, Birdie, the conductor of the story train. I'm the one that wears a green baseball cap with a little white birdie on the front and my favorite overalls. All aboard the story train! Find a comfy seat. We're about to leave the station, and you know what that means. We're going someplace new! One whistle, we're on our way. I wonder where story train will lead us this time. We're entering the Rainbow Tunnel. Hold on, everyone. It's off to far, far away. This is so exciting. Just on the other side of the short Rainbow Tunnel lies our destination. That was quick. We're already at the end of the tunnel. Oh, I know this place. We are in Wales, which is a country in Northwest Europe and part of the United Kingdom. It is also home to lots of cheeky, clever ravens. And of all the ravens here, seven of them are even smarter than the rest. After all, they aren't really the birds they appear to be. Today's story is about how a sister saves her brothers from a spell that kept them flying in circles throughout the world and beyond. It's called the Seven Ravens. There was a man named Mr. Caboodle, who had seven sons but never a daughter, however much he wished for one. After many years of trying, finally, finally, Mr. Caboodle's dream came true when Mrs. Caboodle gave birth to a beautiful little daughter. He was overjoyed, but also quite concerned, for his daughter, who they named Isla, was small and delicate. On account of Isla's weakness, she had to be kept at home, and her parents had to watch her all the time. Now the family relied on a communal well in the heart of their village for water, and as Mr. Caboodle and Mrs. Caboodle were watching Isla around the clock, they were dependent on their seven sons to go and fetch water. Now, boys, Mr. Caboodle said sternly, this is very important. 
You must make haste to the well to fetch some water. Here, I'll give the pitcher to the eldest to carry. And Mr. Caboodle handed the ceramic pitcher to his eldest son. And the rest of you will help him to draw the water from the well. Now go on, go! Well, all of Mr. Caboodle's sons were eager to help their parents and new baby sister, so they ran as quickly as they could to the well. But unfortunately, they were a little too hasty in their efforts, with each of the boys wanting to be the one to hold the pitcher once it was filled with water. Well, seven young boys who are over-earnest sometimes can get into trouble. Let me hold it. Uh-uh, no way, you carried it all the way here. It's my turn to help, give it here. And on and on the boys bickered until someone's hand slipped. The pitcher fell to the hard ground and crack. The water spilled out and the pitcher was beyond repair. The boys were horrified. They stood there and didn't know what to do. What they all agreed on, though, was that they certainly didn't dare go home and face the wrath of Mr. Caboodle, who was already quite sleep-deprived on account of baby Isla being so small and delicate. Back at home, Mr. Caboodle was becoming very impatient. Ugh, perhaps the young rascals are playing about and have forgotten it altogether. He fumed and fumed. Useless boys, I wish all seven of them would turn into ravens and be gone! Scarcely were the words uttered when Mr. Caboodle heard a whirring in the air above his head, and looking upwards, he saw seven coal-black ravens flying away. The parents could not undo the spell, and they were very sad about the loss of their seven sons, but they consoled themselves as best they could with their dear little daughter Isla, who soon became strong and every day more beautiful. For a long time, Isla was unaware that she had any brothers, for her parents, Mr. and Mrs. Caboodle, took care not to mention it. However, one day by chance, when Isla was out and about in town, she heard some people chittering away about her. Oh yes, that Isla's pretty enough, but you know she really is to blame for the misfortune of her seven brothers, driving her parents to make such a horrible wish about them in their exhaustion and aggravation over her delicate state as an infant. <sighs> well, hearing that, Isla became very sad, and she went to her father and mother and asked if she had ever had any brothers, and what had become of them. Mr. and Mrs. Caboodle could no longer conceal the secret, and they told Isla the whole truth. They begged her not to blame herself and to be happy as she had been before. The loss of her brothers was their fault and their grief to carry, not hers, they said. But Isla could not get the matter off her conscience for a single day and felt that she was bound to release her brothers from their spell. And so she secretly set out and went forth into the wide world and beyond to find her brothers, wherever they might be, to free them and bring them home with her. Isla took nothing with her but a little ring that her parents had given her, a loaf of bread, a pitcher of water, and a little chair in case of fatigue. She kept ever going on and on until she came to the end of the world. Then Isla came to the sun. Oh, but it was hot and terrible. So she ran away hastily to the moon. But it was too cold and very dismal and dreary. From the moon, Isla quickly made off and came to the stars. And they were kind and good and twinkly. And every star sat on his own special seat. 
But the morning star was the kindest, and he stood up and gave her a little bone, and said, Unless you have this bone, you cannot open the glass mountain, and in the glass mountain are your brothers. Isla took the bone with tremendous gratitude, and wrapped it carefully in a little kerchief, and went on again until she came to the glass mountain. The gate to the glass mountain was closed, but she readily opened it with the bone that the kind morning star had given her. When she entered, Isla met a dwarf, who said, My child, whatever are you looking for here so far from the world? I am looking for my brothers, the seven ravens, Isla answered. Then the dwarf said, My masters, the ravens, are not at home, but if you'd like to wait until they come back, please do come in. Thereupon the dwarf brought in the raven's supper, on seven little plates and in seven little cups, and their little sister Isla ate a crumb or two from each of the little plates and took a sip from each of their little cups. The ring from her parents fell off her little finger into the last cup with a small splash, but Isla was too busy looking around to notice. All at once, a whirring and squawking were heard in the air. Then the dwarf said, Now my masters, the ravens, are coming home. Quick, Isla, hide behind that door so you can surprise them. So Isla ran and hid behind the door as the dwarf had instructed. Then the blackbirds came in, squabbling away and wanted to eat and drink, and began to look about for their little plates and cups. But they said one after the other, Hello, who has been eating off my plate? Who has been drinking out of my cup? There has been a human mouth here. And when the seventh drank to the bottom of his cup, the ring rolled up against his beak. He looked at it and recognized it as a ring that had belonged to his mother, Mrs. Caboodle. And he said, Is it true? Is our dear sister here so we may be delivered? As Isla was standing behind the door listening, she heard the wish and came forward with tears of joy in her eyes. A magical twinkle announced the spell being broken, and then one by one, all seven ravens got back their human form. The boys embraced and kissed one another and their sister Isla, and they all went joyfully home together to be reunited with their parents, Mr. and Mrs. Caboodle. It's time for us to head back to Pflugerville. Here comes the Rainbow Tunnel. Come back and see me again. You never know where the story train will take us. And if you like stories, search for Go Kid Go wherever you listen, and you'll find lots of great adventures. See you next time! Go Kid Go. GZM Shows and the creators of Six Minutes are rolling out their newest audio adventure with the podcast Discovering Dad. A cautious single dad with a secret past and his rebellious kids embark on a thrilling quest complete with hidden treasure, villains, and a family curse. New episodes of Discovering Dad roll out weekly starting June 11th on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show so you never miss an episode. Or listen early and ad-free as a GZM Show subscriber. Go to gzmshows.com to learn more. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love 
Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.